0: Hey everybody, Josh Sheridan here with the Barely Legal Podcast. For my third and final, and I won't say favorite guest, but maybe my favorite guest of the day, uh, a good friend of mine, a local family law attorney, a local aficionado of food uh, imbibement, music, art, all things, uh, worth interest outside of the professional space. Damian McKinney. How are you doing, Damian?
1: Good, Josh. How are you?
0: Thank you so much for coming by. I feel like I've been begging you and Chris and Lawrence to do it forever. I'm feeling very judged.
1: <laughs> no, no. I just put you on my schedule this time. Yeah.
0: I walked into court the other day and Andrew Shine was there and he's like, do you, do you ever work? <laughs> I was like, I do work. I promise I work. I that, just multitask. That's
1: my favorite question.
0: Yeah, I know. It's a... Your passive-aggressive samurai <laughs> that just kind of whips out the sword whenever...
1: Haters gonna hate, that's
0: right? That's right, that's right. So I am uh, gonna pretend like I don't know as much about you as I do, uh, and I know that you were not, you're not... Wait, wait, are you from North Carolina or from Ocala or from somewhere thereabouts? Neither one of those... I know you're the- a redneck of some, some degree.
1: Oh, absolutely. Um No, I grew up in the panhandle okay. north of Destin, a very small town... There you go. ...called Baker. Yeah. Yeah. Went to Florida State, go Knowles, and then down to Stetson for law school.
0: Now, uh, you are not an only child, are you?
1: That's correct. I have a brother, Micah.
0: Micah. Where does Micah live?
1: He lives up there in the Panhandle still.
0: Does he? Yep. How old is he? He
1: is two years younger than me, so that makes him 38. What does he do? Oh, not, he just turned 40. That's right. Yeah, I just turned 40. No, he's just a local guy up there, jack of many
0: trades. Just doing the Panhandle thing. Yep. The Panhandle lifestyle. Yeah. And are both your parents still around? Yep. And uh, I I know you've traveled with your mom. I don't know that I've uh, seen much of your dad or heard much of your dad. Are they together?
1: No, they recently separated and divorced.
0: Last year, actually. Really?
1: Yeah, yeah. I didn't
0: know that. Yep. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's funny going through certain experiences as an adult versus a child. You know, I I don't know what the impact of a divorce would have on me at this age if my parents were still alive. But... um, Especially with your profession, that must have been interesting.
1: Well, yeah, um, as long as they're happy, I'm happy, right? The, yeah. the most interesting part was both of them wanting to talk to me. They wanted legal advice. Right, and I was like, nope, nope, yeah. nope, none of my business. Uh, you guys go find your own lawyers.
0: Yeah, I, I, you know, the year before my dad died, he used to tell me he wanted to sue my mom for child support all the time. <laughs> he <laughs> right. was like, can you, can you represent <laughs> me? So, uh, yeah, well, you, as you know, my both my parents passed not too long ago, and My brother-in-law lost his father when he was very young, and I think it's uh, molded who he is as a person. And I can't tell yet how much that has molded me as a 42, 43, 44-year-old. But uh, you know, it's when these things happen at different points in your life. It's kind of interesting how that works out. Um, When did you move from the Panhandle? So I I came down here uh, for law school.
1: Um, I guess that would be 2002. Yeah, but you went to college at. I guess that's still the panhandle. Yeah, man,
0: still the panhandle. Yeah, for sure, for sure. How did you? How did you find uh, FSU? Was that your only choice, or was there?
1: No, actually, no. I got into um, all the public schools in Florida, and I chose FSU. Growing up in the panhandle back in the '90s, you get you know fed the, the football thing, um, and I fell for it pretty hard. Um, You're I was, pretty a
0: pretty huge FSU fan.
1: Yeah, I would like to think so. Yeah, yeah massive FSU fan, and I, I've been a fan since I was five. Right, there's photos of. FSU posters on my wall, there's photos of me as kids wearing FSU shirts, so it was a natural.
0: How old were you when Deion Sanders was there?
1: I was pretty young. Um, That was before my college experience. Oh, for sure, but I was wondering if five-year-old
0: Damien's running around Deion Sanders. It's a little bit more middle school for me. So, uh, four years there?
1: Yep, four years straight through, then down to law school. What was your your focus or your degree in? So, I always wanted to be a psychologist until I met one, right? That
0: scares the shit out of me, thinking (laughs) of... Some poor soul laying on a couch in front of you. Yeah, no shit, right? I agree. Um, but yeah, I can just hear you. You should probably give up. Right. You're not going to be any good at that.
1: I have a background in psychology. Um, and then, you know, you intern and everyone was like, don't do it, don't do it. It was during that time when, you know, insurance was not covering anything for psychology visits and whatnot. Right. So next progression was to law school. I go. Are you the only lawyer in the family? Um, yeah, I believe so. Yes, I am. Yeah, I well, I know, because
0: you get all the you get all the questions, right? Yeah. <laughs> so why not? Why not FSU for law school?
1: Um, I didn't get in. Okay. Yeah,
0: where'd you apply? Um, all the
1: Florida schools. Yeah. That was it. Yeah.
0: And but Stetson is what you chose.
1: Yeah, yeah, I got into Stetson. Got into is that all. that what the... brought you down yeah. to the Tampa
0: Bay area? Yep, yep, yep.
1: I okay. um, got into all the private schools and thought Stetson was one of the best.
0: So here I am. And when did you start there? 2002. So right as I was leaving is when you started there. I, I remember you've mentioned seeing me rolling around the floor with, was it Professor Finch in the old library? Yeah, it was
1: Professor Finch, yep. Um, I remember seeing you guys
0: rolling around my first semester, for sure. And it was jiu-jitsu. It was not me trying to bump up my GPA, <laughs> if any of you are wondering. Um, so uh, did you do two and a half straight through, or did you...
1: Yeah, I did the full three years? Yeah. Did yeah. you do
0: any of the like MBA or any of that other stuff?
1: No, I didn't. Weirdly, and I didn't do any of the study abroad. I regret that, but um, no, straight through. It surprises me about you being the the world traveler. I that know, you right? Are. Yeah. Um, I first year I needed a break, so I literally got a job waiting tables at the Hurricane and did the beach thing for a summer. Hurricane? Yeah, I just I, I needed a break from law school. It was a lot, and so yeah, worked at the Hurricane, did the beach bum thing for a summer, and loved it. It was great, man.
0: I have, I have. Hurricane stories. I mean, anybody who's been there more than once probably has hurricane stories. Yeah. But uh, oh, That's interesting. I didn't know that. I, yeah. I did a cha-cha coconuts out at the uh, the uh, St. Pete Pier. That's how I made my money to buy my it. seat at Stetson. So uh, three years, and then uh, after that, you did you go straight to Wartonburg, or did you?
1: I worked for uh, one dude for very briefly. I, I forget his name. And then Wartonburg for a couple years, and then
0: Givens. And then, and then your own shingle. Yep. yep. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, for those of you who know, know how impressive that is. And for those of you who don't know, I'm going to tell you how impressive that is. But uh, Phil Wartenberg is, uh, you know, very well-known local attorney, highly intelligent. He's a walking legal encyclopedia. He actually just got appointed uh, to take over as one of the hearing officers uh, in, in downtown, uh, which is probably a... Uh, pit stop on the way to the bench I would imagine and uh, I've recently uh, entered my hat in the ring as a attorney fee expert and my very first case as an attorney fee expert I asked who's the other expert and they tell me it's Phil Wartenberg who <laughs> basically I'm spending most of my time emailing him asking him attorney fee expert questions so uh, that's pretty cool and then Givens Givens well, when you started there, was it Givens, Givens, and Sparky? No, yet? it
1: was actually Knox and Gibbons. Um,
0: so Jim Knox holds a special place in my heart. He is one of the sweetest guys in the world. And one of the other sweetest guys in the world is Stan Gibbons, who uh, has the local family law in a court named after him. Uh, and then, of course, your friends with Chris, his son. Yep, and Rob. And Rob. Um, what is, what's the slogan? Get serious. GetSerious.com. GetSerious.com. Um, so that, that's recently gone through a metamorphosis, but you were, you were at, you were at, uh, Givens, Givens and Sparks or Givens and Knox for a while, weren't you?
1: Yeah, it was just the Givens Law Group, I think. And then they became partners. I was there seven, maybe eight years. And so were you there when Blair Chan was there? Yeah. Um, my, he and I went to school together. Yep. I was yep. Blair. Who else was there? Um, Ellen Ottsman was there. Yeah, she's been there through. Kelly years. Candela was there. Um, Kim Bird was there for a little bit. yeah. Really I imagine people. that
0: Wartenberg and Givens had to be a major education.
1: Man, I learned so much. Uh, Wartenberg is just one of the most intelligent lawyers I've ever met um, and learned so much about the law from him. And then the Givens aspect, I learned so much about running your own business. You know, and they were great, fantastic.
0: I just look at, you know, I love Christian, and I think we both do. And you look at Stan, and to have gotten through his career with his his uh his uh class intact is is quite especially in family law is quite a quite an accomplishment in, in my view um, you know this 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 racket can kind of drive you to dark places if you let it and so to kind of keep your head about you and stay classy i you know I've always been very impressed by the Gibbonses
1: yeah, you know, and they say it makes a minute to uh, make or break a reputation and for him to maintain this outstanding reputation for what is it forty years now yeah, crazy. I mean it's it's commendable for sure
0: yeah. So, uh what made you decide to go out on your own?
1: um it was time, yeah, you know, yeah, I like being my own boss, yeah, um, and you know it was time to do it
0: so uh Damien uh came out and was very successful right away. He's uh very adept at social marketing media, uh, and he very quickly kind of has occupied a high end space for uh, marital and family law locally. You don't do anything else, right.
1: Um, no, I do not. No, it's just marital and family law. I do touch appeals. Um, uh, I've only done family law appeals, and then you know
0: mediation. And you're what? what are you five years in yet?
1: Shit. Um, I think you're right. Yeah, Getting close. I mean, I remember when you. I remember when it happened. It's definitely been four.
0: Uh, might be five. Was it right around the time of Alberto, or had you already been out? It was right before Alberto passed yeah, away. Yeah, because yes, I kind so. of mark that time in my life with with that event.
1: Yeah. So I. Went out August 2014, and I think that happened that that Christmas. Weren't
0: you in that building? Yep, um, for a minute.
1: Yeah, it, I'm still in the same building.
0: Yeah, I mean, he he. Oh, he, he was, was there. Yep, he was there. Oh, I knew him when he was at the place that was further up Bayshore, um, the white building where you could park underneath it. Yeah, no, he was across the hall. Okay. Yep. Okay, I didn't know he would moved at that time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Alberto uh, was a friend of ours. He's a local attorney, amazing family law attorney, and he had a, something pretty. Uh, catastrophic happened to him when he was visiting family and friends in Cuba so um, how has it been I mean it, by you know by my estimation you seem to enjoy it as much as you can I mean I guess it depends on the day but
1: yeah there's up and downs man I, I know you know running a business is scary um, you know things are great I've always had a goal of you know one client a week and definitely met that yeah the entire time every year but You're always worried, you know, Uh, where's the next case going to come from, you know, and, you know, your reputation for sure is something that you need to think of when you have your own practice because, you know, things could go south very quickly. And I don't know, I love it and sometimes I hate it. Yeah. You know, sometimes it's awesome. Sometimes it sucks. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I mean, running your own firm, being your own boss, I mean, everything's digital these days. So I can take my laptop and my phone and work anywhere. Right. um, Even though people are always asking you know, are you are you working? Sure. You know, et cetera. But no, well, it's we'll, fantastic. we'll get we'll
0: get to why people might ask that in a, in a minute. But um, <laughs> now you've kind of uh, grown and, and 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 kind of tightened tightened up the bootstraps several times. Do you think you're in a sweet spot as far as your size? Do you like being mobile and quick or do you, do you have designs on a bigger enterprise or?
1: Yeah, I think ultimately the goal is to grow, have a couple more associates. It's hard. Let someone know. else be the boots on the ground. Yeah, yeah. I mean, litigation is great, but you know, I've been doing it for close to 15 years now, and it takes its toll, right? Yeah. Um, uh I think the end of the day, I want to grow. Yeah, but
0: now you you do some guardian and lighten work too, don't you?
1: You're right. Yeah, I do do that as
0: as okay. well for sure. How's that going?
1: It's good. It's interesting. Um, it's a different side of it. Um, yeah, I want to know.
0: Like, what? I I don't think I have the temperament or the personality to do it. I just I just don't suffer fools very easily and kind of lose my temper, but how do you find it different from being an advocate for, you
1: know? Well, you're advocating for the children more than anything. I, I do find it, I mean, difficult to oftentimes understand the truth, right? I know that, you know, we all think all of our clients are lying, but I mean, you go through this process and it's very often some, one person saying one thing, one person saying the other, it's very, sometimes difficult to understand what the truth is. You know but at the end of the day it can be very rewarding yeah you know because you're advocating for the children you're the children's voice you speak to the children and they tell you what they want you know to say if they're old enough they tell you what they want the judge to know you know so it can be a good thing for sure
0: and are you pretty good have you found with uh, keeping an emotional boundary I would imagine it would be hard to like if a child's in a bad way not to take that home with you
1: yeah I mean it's our job to make recommendations to the court what they should do but I I do find throughout my career that I'm pretty good about I guess the buzzword a few years ago was compartmentalizing everything right um you know works at work home's home and oftentimes I don't take you know mix the two
0: right right now you got married right around the time that you went out on your own too didn't you
1: yeah 2015 summer 2015 I got married
0: so did you get married first or go out on your own first Go out on my own first. I did the same thing. I went out on my own from the state attorney's office and then yeah. got married like three months later. Yep,
1: bunch of and life was, changes all at once. Oh, you're jumping <laughs> off a cliff.
0: It's like, okay, how am I going to pay for everything? Yeah, then? no doubt. Um, and what does your husband do?
1: He works for Atlantis down in the Bahamas for yeah. the casino. John. Yep, correct, John.
0: John's awesome, by the way. Um, so uh, I, is it okay if I ask some questions about John? Yeah, go right, right. ahead. So uh, as I understand it, he is kind of... I don't know that it's marketing, but he's basically trying to bring get people to go down there. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, so he's called a casino host, right? Okay. So if you want to come gamble, he puts you on their private jet, flies you down there, and entertains you while you're down in the Bahamas.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. How did the two of you meet?
1: Uh, Grinder. Oh, yeah? The mobile <laughs> app. Yeah. Of
0: course. <laughs> so, uh, but, uh, so he does that. Have you ever gone down to the casino?
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, it's very interesting. Is it? Yeah. Is
0: it boring? Is it old hat yet? Or
1: no, um, I don't go down too much. Yeah. Because he can't entertain me. Well, you know he why enter- he's there.
0: He's entertaining all the players. <laughs> There's A lot to unpack there, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, uh, does he go down there a lot by himself? Or yeah, it's usually about once a month. I remember he told me uh, when you know you had that. Uh, so one of the great things about John and Damien is they throw these just bananas parties at their houses where they create their own menu. They select their own wine and their own beer and they make their own food. And if you're lucky enough to be the chosen couple or couples that get to go over there, it's an experience unlike any of the highest end restaurants that you'll go to here. So I remember that time talking to him and he was telling me that there was a number of quote unquote whales who lived in like Riverview and Brandon and places that you wouldn't suspect big money to be. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah,
1: it's interesting. It's a lot of, you know, self-made Millionaires, if you will, um, and yeah, yeah, it's interesting who gambles and who doesn't.
0: You yeah, know, so it's kind of eye opening for sure. Yeah, does he help at all with with the law firm? Does he do any of the books? Help with the marketing or anything like that? I, I like to let him think he does, yeah. but in, in
1: general, well, I know, you know he monitors
0: your Amazon purchases. <laughs> I know that's
1: true. Yeah, yeah. I, I try to send them to the office, but now the. The girls at the office are making fun of he me. Made, he made side
0: <laughs> side side roads so he could get the uh, what's up from them right. if something's coming through. I, I remember, what was the box he wanted to buy you to stick your phone in or something? There was like a safe that you stick your phone
1: I in. have it. I have it. It's a timed box where you can set a timer and it locks it in. And there's no way to unlock it. You can't even drive a car over it, right? And you can set the timer to up to one minute, up to two weeks, if you will. So, no, I have it. What's um, the
0: longest you've ever done it for?
1: Three hours, maybe. How was that? it was interesting. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. You know, we we live and die by our phones these days. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, apart and aside from your practice, uh, like I mentioned earlier, you're the guy that I text where I need to go to eat. Uh, you know, we're often kind of competing on what trips we can take. Um, when did that, when did you well, I know the food's always been a big thing for you, but evidently at some point, I mean, you're doing a good two or three trips per year, aren't you?
1: We were, we kind of toned it down. I mean, international trips once a year yeah yeah but i mean i have two of my best friends live in north carolina and Asheville. yeah you've
0: been you just went there and saw was it Colexico or you saw
1: yep Colexico and iron and wine um how was that amazing. amazing did you
0: see iron and wine when they were at tampa theater yeah
1: yeah yep. how did they compare with you oh that's right, right. Yeah. There you go. sitting Sorry. next to you yeah
0: well i forget <laughs> uh, i saw i saw them and i saw tweety right at the same time I right i remember which one went. So I shows
1: I, if you remember my frustration with the Iron and Wine show at Tampa Theater. Don't shut the fuck up. Well, it wasn't that is they were playing all oh, these the songs. weird yeah, versions of their right. songs and you, they'd start a song and you don't even really understand what song it is until halfway through. Right. Very frustrating. Yeah. Um, Iron and Wine and Calexico were amazing. They put out this new album yeah, um, right. and they're touring on that but they play well together. They have great chemistry and their old album is fantastic. Um, they did this cover of Willie Nelson's on the road again. Oh, yeah. Uh, fantastic. Look it up on YouTube. If, oh, that's awesome. Uh, it's fantastic. No, it was great. Great Ashe- venue.
0: And Asheville is such an f- amazing place. I mean, I, I've seriously looked about moving there several times. No, where, I love it. Where do you stay when you go up there?
1: So this time we got a hotel, but um, normally I have two friends, one that lives in Brevard, one that lives you know, in Asheville proper. I'll stay with either one of those. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was great. Uh, it was cool because the whole weekend it snowed. So just walking around downtown Nashville, snow falling down. It was pretty romantic.
0: Big food scene, big, uh, you know, it's, it's like the Napa of breweries, I call it, just, you know, because they're everywhere there. And then uh, great music scene, college town. just... Have you ever been to the Vanderbilt house? Yeah, the Biltmore? Biltmore, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been there numerous times, for yeah. sure. So I know you're a Downton Abbey fan, and there's a, a lot of kind of... You and my wife, Dina, often geek out on the Downton Abbey stuff. Yeah. Um, As far as the food deal, when did did, had you always been in a cuisine? Is that something that you and John kind of came upon in your relationship? So,
1: I grew up very, very, very southern, right? Yeah. Food is a part of our identity and who we are in the South, and it's a part of family. It's a part of getting together. My grandparents lived literally right next door to us. Yeah. So we would walk across the garden, like my grandfather and my father um, had a two-acre garden that they farmed, and they would make me and my brother work every very hot summer we hated it but we always had fresh local sustainable organic food on our table and i mean i love the south i love my family and it's part of who we are yeah right and then um in college i would wait tables and things like that work in the food scene and that that transitioned to you know the law school summer and then when i was waiting for my bar results no one's going to hire you right so i got a job at restaurant bt um, I do not know you, Yeah, really? for a couple months. Yeah, the, one was on, a, the one on
0: uh, McDill?
1: Yeah, so it wasn't there at that time. It was in Hyde Park Village. It was like the big restaurant she had there. Um, I don't think I knew Where Forbici is now. Yeah, so oh, really? Yeah. Pecan,
0: Forbici, mm-hmm. everything else? Yeah. Yep,
1: she was uh, prior to Picant, And I learned so much about wine and fine dining and food and all that from her. I mean, she's amazing. My wife
0: and I love the one on Henderson, the bistro there. Yeah, it's
1: great. It's great. Uh, nice tip. They have probably the best burger in town. Really? Not many people know that. But I did yeah. not know that. Grab the burger. Main, the main one. No, the bistro. Really? Yeah. Grab a burger and a glass of Burgundy. I've at that
0: menu a million times. I always get the uh, the stew, the chicken. What is it? The pho or the cocavon? Cocavon. Okay. Yeah. And the the, the baguette and yeah 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 fantastic. Wine. and that's that's Dina's and my one of our deals is we'll go there and then we'll go up the road to Massage Essentials and that's yeah. a, a nice little Friday night. But uh, yeah, I'm a
1: self proclaimed francophile and I think um, BT had a lot to do with that yeah. because you know her restaurant is a French Vietnamese fusion. Right. So you know she introduced me to a ton of French wine, the French food scene, and then when I lived in law or oh, when I first started practicing, I lived over in Ybor. Okay. Um, off Palm okay. And there's this amazing wine store Called West Palm Wines over there
0: never didn't know that Oh, it's
1: the best wine store in town They feature awesome old world wines Yeah, You know, and you're stressed out First year of law school I'm pulling in there every single day yeah, it's, it's Getting true. a bottle of wine, yeah. right? And, uh, <laughs> and I learned supplies, yeah <laughs> No, I'm seriously opening the bottle Before I'm pulling off my shoes and suit When I get in the, the condo But um, they're so knowledgeable there And they just have a plethora of amazing wines And right. yeah, I just learned so much From those guys over there
0: yeah um, How did you meet Jamie?
1: BT. Um, really? Yeah, yeah. So Jamie's our interior designed friend. Give, uh, give Jamie's name and her company. Yeah, Jamie Rogers docks a home. Um, she's she probably... Is,
0: she's a... <laughs> she occupies her own realm. She's, yeah. She, she's the party.
1: She's one of the best interior designers in town. But um, So that during that couple-month period while I'm waiting for bar results at BT, um, she was dating the bartender. Yeah. So, you know, she tends to
0: date like the singer for this band or this bartender or this. Yeah.
1: Yeah, she um, is very great. Um, So, yeah, in a restaurant, you always go out, you know, with the crew and whatnot afterwards. So she was always around um, and we became pretty good friends because we have amazing interest.
0: Well, you guys share a musical interest. I remember one of the most uh, religious experiences that I had in a concert was Neutral Milk Hotel, which was you, me, and Jamie. We went and saw that at. was that Ruth Eckard Hall? Oh, Ruth Eckerd, yeah, that it was, was a an great amazing, show. Amazing show. Uh, but uh, yeah, she's a trip. I, what else did I see with her? Did she go to Interpol with me? Yes, I think yeah, she I did. Yeah, I saw her at Interpol. Yeah, Chris Givens, she and I went to Interpol. She was at Iron Wine.
1: Iron and Wine. And Wine. Yep,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. She, GMF. Yeah, well, she's the, she travels more than any of us and goes to more shows than any of us.
1: Yeah, and she's a great travel companion.
0: Well, you and John and Jamie and I guess Kelly...
1: These days, Kelly Mitchell's Mitchell, involved. I just, yeah, had
0: yeah. A, yeah, just had my first case with her, and that was, that was fun. Um, have you guys, where have you guys been recently? I, I know you went... Where did you go to uh, in Canada just for... This Montreal. Christmas? We went up to Montreal yeah. for
1: Christmas, which is amazing. Yeah, yeah. Freezing.
0: Yeah. Now we got coronavirus. What's that doing to your travel plans? So, so
1: we have a trip planned to south of France in April fingers crossed. Um, yeah,
0: probably be okay by then.
1: I don't know, everyone's freaking out because Italy's right there, right? So yeah, uh, we'll see.
0: Yeah. Now you've been I know you've been to France before. Yeah, one of my favorite countries, yeah. Paris, so my you've favorite been there a
1: city. A of times. Ever the south of France though, so.
0: Have you ever had any formal education in cooking or is it all just self-taught?
1: No, no formal education, no.
0: Um, so let's talk restaurants locally cuz I'm I, I'm kind of behind the uh, behind on those uh, what's what's the new thing?
1: New thing counterculture, yeah. Know, everyone's talking about that place. Yeah. You know, past couple of years, the the food halls that are popping up in every city around the the world these days. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Most recent thing I really loved. I mean, everyone loves Rooster and the Till. Yeah. You know, that's the place to be. i was so bummed when the
0: Refinery went under.
1: Yeah, yeah. Greg, he's an awesome guy. I, he, I think what they're doing is turning that space into an event space. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, there's a lot of. It's. I don't know if maybe a lot of people are going over to St. Pete because it seems like there's. Four to one, you know, what's opening up over here.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. We took the, the Crosstown Ferry last weekend over to St. Pete. Oh, did you do that? Yeah, with, was that? with Ben and Amy. It was cool. Um, Can you drink
0: on that? Yeah, 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 That's for badass. sure. Yeah.
1: yeah, it's awesome. Um, it's an hour long ride over there. They have a bar. Um, but yeah, we went in, down Beach Drive and just, it was cold, but just packed, man. People were walking around. Yeah. Everyone's got outdoor seating. St. Pete's a cool spot. Yeah.
0: Did you like counterculture? It was interesting. The, the location. The location is awesome. Well, I mean, it's it's great that it's there. Uh, the only problem that I have, in, so my here's my three biggest complaints and none of them have to do with food with restaurants. One is how bright or dark it is. That's number one. Number two is how loud or quiet it is. If I can't talk to somebody, that's a, you don't have to say anything. I'll just, I'll just do the talking. And then the third is the uh, existence or non-existence of music. I want a place that I can talk to somebody. There's some kind of music in the background and I don't feel like I'm on the face of the sun. When <laughs>
1: yeah, no, I agree with all that. I, I will say music is controversial at a restaurant, right? Is I it really? Mean, it, too loud, too soft, what kind of well, music, but, but right? But none of
0: it, it's eerie. It's like you're eating in your kitchen. No, I agree, especially yeah. if
1: it's just you and the server and there's yeah. no music. No, yeah, i feel as like hell. a serial killer. But yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> I mean, the food was, I'm trying to, I can't even remember. I had some kind of cut of beef and it was good. But I just, my only problem was, is it's if I remember, it's all terrazzo floors, really high ceilings. And it was just like an echo chamber, but I'm sure they'll figure it out over time. Yeah, I'm sure they will. Yeah, so anyway, um, Crew, we have a shared love of Crew.
1: Right, yeah, love Crew. That the whole crew at Crew are fantastic people. And they people. just redid it, didn't they? Or yeah, they like... did a little remodel. I don't know if you've been in lately, but it looks really nice. That
0: used to be all the time, but I haven't been. Did You You went to Beccafino, didn't you? Yeah, did you well, like oh Becafino? amazing. Yeah.
1: Uh, the most authentic Italian place. Um, Chain, I love you. But they're amazing. Um, yeah, I, I definitely would recommend that place.
0: I've never been to what's the one that's right there by the BT to go? A stereo, n- Australian Italiana, yeah. I believe. Yeah, was that, that good?
1: It's okay. It's more Americanized, you know. If that and isn't there like a
0: little, a little? Uh, is it a French place that was next to uh, Rue? Or is it an Italian place? It's another Italian place. Have that, you ever been there before? God,
1: I, back in law school years I've ago. I've always been interested in it. I Cafe drive by Paradiso? All the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. I hear. I mean, I loved it back then. You know, yeah. um, everyone says the Asabuco is what I you should like get. I feel
0: there's newer restaurants though that we're missing.
1: Yeah, Olivia.
0: Olivia, fantastic. I haven't been there.
1: Yep, another Italian place. Is
0: that, is that the people that are on Swan?
1: Yep, cafe, uh, okay. Chris Pont. Yeah, Cafe yeah, Pont yeah, over yeah, yeah. in Clearwater. Um, and then another Italian place, Roca is stunning, man. Where's it's that spectacular. At? So you know where Armature Works is? Yes. It's in that apartment complex that opened up behind oh, it. Wow, I didn't have the no Pearl. idea. The Pearl. Yeah, I think it's an Outback concept. Okay. Um, but no, it's amazing. They make this like tableside mozzarella. They make the actual mozzarella, pull it at your table. Yeah, um, totally fresh, delicious.
0: I know you're not necessarily a steak guy, but what what would you say is the best steak in?
1: Come time? on, man, Burns. I hate when people hate on Burns. Burns you know, is well, it's like <laughs> the best. It's like people who no hate doubt. Morrissey
0: or soccer, you know, they just like to <laughs> take shots at the winners. <laughs> so, uh, oh man. <laughs> um, so uh, another thing that you've got. Well, you've always been into art. Obviously, but I, I know within the past couple of years you've gotten into is it screen printing or what is it specifically? So
1: it's printmaking overall, right? Screen printing is a subset of printmaking. Okay. Um, yeah, I've been working with this um, amazing print publisher. She's a master printer down the street from you in um, Seminole Heights here. It's called This is, This is where it's happening. It is, where life's man. happening. It, is, Heights, it is. Seminole Heights. Heights. It's uh, called Blue Ossier, Um and I mean she was actually Keith Haring's printmaker. Oh wow! Back in the day, that's, I mean that's she really cool knighted by the French government. I mean, I'm so lucky to be able to do. How this. did you find her? So first boyfriend here in Tampa um, taught her kid. Oh, wow. in Elementary school, and then you know we knew we got to hang out with them, and I just one day emailed him, and I was like, hey, I want to create art.
0: Um, I've been begging Damien to make me something forever hasn't happened yet, but... We'll get there. Anyway, so so tell me just a little bit about that process because I'm interested in it. I mean, are, like, so walk me through an idea to a, a product in hand.
1: So I, I've been doing this series now. It's like an op art series, and what I do is um, I have woodcuts created at USF okay. uh, by an MFA student. Okay. They take a humongous CNC router, and they the design I make is carved into wood, um, and then what we do is take that plate, we ink it, and then run it through a printing press. You know, we can add different plates, different colors, and whatnot to create the final project. Um, and then, you know, it's pulled from the the plate, and oftentimes we use really thin Japanese paper. Um, pull that, and then we'll mount that onto a regular piece of paper.
0: What do you do with the plates after you're done?
1: Um, so you can addition, but often just recycle, throw it away. It just depends. You can edition? What does that mean? So in printmaking, typically there's additions, right? Like if you see, like, Andy Warhol or whatever, he'll do, like, one of 50 or whatever. Yeah. So you have three um, oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. pieces okay. from that one plate. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, you could do different colors or whatever if you wanted with the plate. But normally I do small editions of three to five, and then I'm typically done with the I almost plate. I just feel like
0: you could take all the plates and make something else completely out of the plates. Yeah,
1: I mean, you could do a run with different... Uh, Different place over and over and over again. Sure. That'd be kind of cool. did you
0: know that Judge Leftler is huge into woodworking?
1: I did not know that yeah, at all.
0: Yeah. I have only learned this recently. My daughter goes to Christ the King and his kids go to Christ the King and we went to this pine car derby race where you everybody yep, makes yep. their car and I walk out and he's the guy with the bandsaw and the sander and all this other stuff and he's cutting everybody's cars up. But supposedly he makes like antiques and all these ornate pieces of furniture, and then of wow. course uh Veenstra's son-in-law or whatever he, th- he does the natural wood tables and all that stuff oh over cool yeah yeah St. yeah Pete. so very cool uh I kind of I'm always interested by it like uh, I, I think you're a fan of Nick Offerman I'm a fan of Nick Offerman he's got this amazing uh place I guess it's over in California where they do a lot of live wood tables and different furniture and all that other stuff but it's kind of, it's, it's a weird thing to get into, but... So where does your stuff hang? I mean, have you had any kind of exhibitions or anything like no, that? No, and that's
1: a great question. Um, the goal is to do my first show at the end of the year, creating a body of work to do that. Yeah, yeah. so you're going to be invited?
0: I, I hope so, because I know I'm always, like, the... the, the uh, I'm always the uh, alternate for, like, birthday parties and dinners <laughs> and everything else. Um, Jamie doesn't still have that space over there by... Uh, by uh,
1: no, no. Um, the... Sub land lease or whatever a niece yeah they they shut that's down. right because that was
0: actually part so her studio was actually part of a niece that she mm-hmm. like sub rented right yeah yeah so does she have a space right now or
1: um, no she's working out of her home okay yeah
0: okay very cool very cool um you got any shows any tickets to shows coming up that's a good question um I don't think I do this year is turning out to be the year of like huge shows like the Rolling Stones Guns and Roses bought tickets right, to the right tool today uh, haven't had many like more of our little hipster, you know, niche shows pop up yet. Yeah,
1: there's some really good shows coming when I'm going to be in France that I'm sure, going to miss. So oh, cool. I'm going to go see Green Sky Bluegrass okay. next month.
0: Now, they played, haven't they played at GMF before?
1: Not Green Sky. I don't think so. I think you're thinking like Trampled by Turtles, perhaps? Okay, I swore that they had May, to maybe. maybe. Who else is playing while you're away? Um, Mandolin Orange, who I absolutely love. Okay, I think you've told me about you that. Yeah, we just missed Whitney um, when we were in Asheville. Whitney. They were great. Yeah, Whitney, the Chicago band. I mean, they're fantastic. They okay. got this like 70s psychedelic kind of sound.
0: They're great. Now you and John have been working on trying to get to buy a house, haven't you? Yeah, we are, yeah. you still looking?
1: Yeah, we're looking for a beach house. Really? is, is the plan. What yeah. beach? Um, I personally love IRB, Indian Rocks Beach. you got Salt Rock Grill. He loves Passa Grill. Okay. So we'll see, we'll see. All
0: right, well, that's cool. Um, so uh, I know your physical location is over just just off Swan and Hyde Park. Um, I always drive like a block past it and have to turn around and come back to it. <laughs> um, but uh, where can people find you online? Um, the
1: TheMcKinneyLawGroup.com. Okay,
0: and on social media? Yeah,
1: Instagram. Um, I don't know. It, just search the McKinney Law Group or Damian McKinney.
0: So I had uh, Dave Decker on last night, and he uh, does a lot of the uh, live photography for the music scene locally. And I arrived at him through uh, Ray Roa, who writes for Creative Loafing and... Uh, my buddy who sings for Wolf Face, and uh, there is a phrase that I used to say all the time, uh, but I hadn't heard it in a while, but Dave used it last night discussing uh, Ray, which is, Ray's is very much that the uh, rising tide floats all boats or raises all boats, and so that's very much kind of my philosophy in law. So uh, while I always love to be retained by clients, I always put Damien in the top you know of my list when people ask me who to who to retain he is a top-notch attorney very skilled in the courtroom out of the courtroom he's an amazing mediator guardian ad litem uh so you know never a bad choice to uh seek damien out for your legal needs i thank you so much for coming on the show today thanks josh appreciate it and uh that's it pleasure being here take it easy thank you